welcome. Thanks for tuning in. I'm here to share wisdom that will empower you to create and maintain happiness, inner peace, and success in all your goals. So let's get started. Optimism is a choice. What does it mean to have optimism? No need to look it up. I already did. The adjective optimistic describes a mental attitude with a tendency to have a favorable view on situations in life. An optimistic person is more likely to expect a positive outcome. What is a pessimist? I looked that up too. Pessimism means thinking the worst. Pessimism is a mental attitude, having a tendency to expect the worst in everything. Both of these definitions have something in common. Optimism and pessimism are opposites, and yet they have a very interesting commonality. Both are defined using these same words, mental attitude, thoughts, and expectations. It does not say that to be optimistic requires the world or the life that you live to be perfect. It does not say that pessimism requires the world or the life that you live to be disastrous. Each of these definitions states that both stem from how we think, our attitudes, and our expectations. Look, we all know we have zero control over the world. I'm sure you figured that one out by now. Life hands us stuff. Pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. And then we choose. We choose how we think about it. We choose our attitude surrounding the situation. And we choose our expectation of the outcome. Such as, for example... This sucks. Everything always goes wrong, and I imagine it'll only get worse from here. Versus an alternative response. Oh man, this is so tough right now. But I know that I only get what I can handle. I'm sure something positive will come out of this mess. And listen, I know very well the heaviness of life at times. And you likely know this too. It really can be so hard sometimes. I remember a time in my life when I laid on the couch for over a week. I continually watched The Nutty Professor over and over and over again. I was just trying to lift my spirits. It was back when we all had VCRs. I watched The Nutty Professor on repeat. The video would auto-rewind, and at the end, I'd even watch it in reverse, as if in a trance. And then I would just watch it replay again and again, repeatedly, all day long and into the nights. That was one very intense and challenging time for me. Another time in my past, I cried regularly to the point where my daughter would holler down the steps, Are you crying again? I have used many unhealthy coping skills, lots and lots of various numbing strategies. Now, I'm not trying to bring you down. On the contrary, I'm trying to be optimistic in saying that even during challenging times and difficult circumstances, we have some choice in how we think what attitude we want to have, and what outcome we wish to see. Even if we are unable to move in the moment, if we are in shock, in pain, fear, depression, and anxiety, everything in life changes all the time, and so too do our emotions change. I am not in that intense sadness anymore. I'm not grieving anymore. Today, I am not living in fear. Maybe you can actually think back to a time when something terrible happened. And again, I'm not trying to bring you down. But if you can think of a time when, at that time, it seemed so horrible, but then later, after some time had passed, there was something that came out of it, something that was somewhat positive, 
something that you were able to point to and say, well, if that terrible thing didn't happen back then, I wouldn't have this good thing happening now. This might be considered an optimistic reflection. And please believe me when I say that I think it's okay to not be okay all of the time. It's okay to not be okay for a while. Our emotions of anger, frustration, fear, anxiousness, sadness, however we're feeling, our emotions must be felt. They must be acknowledged. They must be processed. Different events get processed in different ways and in different time frames. It's healthy, if not crucial for our mental health, to acknowledge our emotions, to be with our emotions, to process our emotions, accept our emotions. If you're having difficulty right now in your life, I'm very sorry for what you're going through. I truly am. And it's okay. You're not alone. Even if it's a lonely time for you, be with what's happening right now. Be present with the process. Maybe it'll last a day, maybe a week or a month. Grieving can last years, but it doesn't mean that you'll be sad for the rest of your life, unless you choose to be sad for the rest of your life. To help yourself if you are feeling negatively right now or pessimistic about your life or the state of affairs, acknowledge your emotions and be sure to also acknowledge changes in your emotions. Just because you've been experiencing a particular emotion for however long of a period of time, remember that it's not permanent. Don't let fear, anxiety, negativity take up residency in your brain. Don't let pessimism set up camp and claim your brain for a colony of more negativity. Acknowledge when you shift to a better place, even if you're only feeling a little bit better. During challenging times and scary changes in life, we do have some control. We have control over our thoughts. And I'm here to say that's where the power is. Control your mind and your life will improve. So what can we do to shift from pessimism to optimism? The following information is from an article on training your brain to be optimistic. It's an article by Brianna Steinhilber. Experts claim that the real difference between optimists and pessimists isn't their level of happiness or in how they perceive a situation, but in how they cope. Research shows that positive moods are associated with more left-side brain activity, while negative emotions, like anger or depression, are associated with more right-side brain activity. About the neuroscience of pessimism and optimism, according to Dr. Davidson, the director of Laboratory of Effective Neuroscience at the University of Wisconsin, he says, and I quote, just about anyone can be classified by their brainwave patterns as one or the other type. He found that only 15% of people had no inclination one way or the other. The good news is by consciously altering your thought processes, you can literally rewire your pessimistic brain to be an optimistic person. Davidson conducted an experiment to see if it was possible to shift the activity of those who had a tendency toward right brain activity Mindfulness was taught to workers in high-stress jobs who, on average, tipped toward the right side on the ratio for the emotional set point. The findings were promising. After only two months of training for three hours each week, their emotion ratio shifted to the left and they reported feeling less anxious, more energized, and happier. The workers proved that we are able to change how our brains respond to experiences. So what Brianna Steinhilber is saying in her article is that there's hope for changing a pessimistic worldview to one of an optimistic worldview. 
If the real difference between optimists and pessimists, as research suggests, is actually a matter of learning how to cope, then it seems to me that learning coping strategies is a game changer, or should I say a brain changer. You'll be happy to hear that experts believe optimism is a trait that can be learned pretty easily. Ms. Steinhilber continues in her article with six ways to train yourself to be more optimistic. She writes, Just because you have been a pessimist for most of your life does not mean that you are destined to always be a pessimist. And here are a handful of her suggestions. Number one, try on a positive lens. Shifting your perspective is as easy as consciously thinking happy thoughts. Experts refer to the tactic as positive reframing. For example, you might say that an entire day was ruined because it was dark and rainy outside. But when challenges arise, Use positive reframing. Focus on what may have been gained during that time. Instead of looking at the events in the most negative possible light, recall what can be done, like spending time indoors relaxing, reading, or cuddling up with somebody or with a pet. Make an active effort to try on positive lenses as much as possible. After a while, this will become effortless and more automatic, and in that way, you will maintain an optimistic frame of mind. Making this conscious effort not only shifts your viewpoint in the short term, but it may actually train your brain to think more positively in general. The more we train our brains to fire up circuits in different regions, the more we alter our past condition response to negative experiences. Number two, take note of the company you keep. We all have those friends who are chronic complainers or gossipers. After spending a few hours with them, we find ourselves jumping on the Debbie Downer bandwagon it's clear that negativity is contagious. Luckily, positive emotions are also contagious. Just as some diseases are contagious, many emotions can pulse through social networks. Having a happy spouse, friend, or neighbor increases the probability that you will be happy as well, which means it's time to add some optimists to your network because the more you spend time with negativity, the more negative you are bound to feel. Number three, turn off the news. Five minutes of the morning news is enough to send anyone's mood into a downward spiral. The reality is that the moment you turn on the news or read the newspaper, you are likely to be barraged with negativity and a bleak outlook on the world. This is not a balanced view of the world. Creating fear and having hidden agendas of all sorts is what the media is all about. Therefore, limit your consumption to the news. Instead, spend time doing activities that help you maintain health and a positive outlook. Number four, write in a journal for just a few minutes each day. Researchers conclude that gratitude fosters an optimistic outlook, but it can be difficult to remain grateful throughout day-to-day -day stressors. A smart way to maintain a sense of gratitude is by journaling. Cultivating gratitude takes just a few minutes each day. Writing down what you're grateful for is linked to greater feelings of optimism. Number five, acknowledge what you can and cannot control. Positive individuals are able to adapt and thrive and to better deal with uncertainty. They can accept what they can and cannot control in life situations. Practicing mindfulness is a great way to help combat the tendency to ruminate over daily stressors, which is a breeding ground for negativity. And number six, don't forget to acknowledge the negative. It's important to remember that making an effort to be more optimistic doesn't mean walking around wearing rose-colored glasses. While it's good for our mental health to see the positive in situations, not acknowledging the negative can hinder you in the long run.
It's part of acceptance versus being locked into a fantasy where you are in denial about the current reality. So these are actual techniques for rewiring your brain to become optimistic. And doing them requires only about three hours per week. That's 26 minutes per day to rewire your brain to be less anxious, stressed, afraid, and sad. And guess what? Those 26 minutes don't have to be consecutive. You can sprinkle moments of mindfulness throughout each day. You can actually purposefully wire, fine-tune, and rewire your brain for positivity little bits at a time all day long. Throughout each and every day, look for various ways that you can implement random acts of mindfulness. Start by making small shifts here and there about what you're listening to, who you're talking to, what you're thinking about, and where you let your mind wander off to. Acknowledge the negative thoughts, but remember that you have control over your thoughts and make the effort to change a negative thought into a positive one. Jot down something that you're grateful for each day and stop watching the news. Don't listen to songs with negative lyrics. Eliminate conversations with negative people. Befriend an optimist and practice positive reframing. It's not all that difficult to change pessimistic thoughts to optimistic thoughts. Begin by creating little ways throughout your days to remind yourself. Create positive triggers for positive thoughts. You will be amazed at how that will begin to shift things in your life. Now, it won't happen overnight, so stick with it until your brain has a chance to change. It can take weeks or even months, but remember, it probably took years to become negative. In the ever-changing tides of life, there is one thing that you can control, one thing that is always within your power, and that's your mental attitude, your thoughts, and your expectations. Expect a favorable outcome, take control of your mind, and choose to be a positive light unto the darkness of negativity. And that's my gift for you today. I hope you enjoyed it, and remember to stay positive. Have an optimistic day. Thanks for listening. Visit whitefawnwellness.com to learn more about our programs and how I might be able to help you. And remember to like us on Facebook, and maybe leave a review on iTunes. Be happy and be well.